This podcast is sponsored by thevalleygivesback.org. Hello, hello. Welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indie Podcast. Did I just say Valley? Sorry about that. It is 9-13 on Friday night, November 19th. My name is Eugene Driscoll, and uh, thanks a lot for listening. And that's the end of the show. No, I'm going to be talking and playing some interviews from a press conference I attended earlier today about the Connecticut Department of Transportation getting a $12.6 million raise grant from the Federal Department of Transportation. It's going to be used to rehab and update the Derby Shelton train station. It's a big down payment, it's a big investment in the train station that officials are saying, look, we're putting our money where our mouth is. We are pouring millions into the Waterbury line and we're going to make a multi-transmodal, I don't know what that word is, uh, transportation center essentially in Derby. I'm sorry, it's nine o'clock. I just filed the story and it's late. And I should say, if you want like more context to this story, please go to valleyindy.org or valley.newhavenindependent.org if you're listening to this on the 19th or 20th or 21st of November. It's right there on the front page. It'll smack you in the head if you go to those URLs. So uh, before I talk about that, though, I just wanted to say if you do hear this on November 19th, coming up Sunday, November 21st, the Derby Police Department's Auxiliary Unit will be holding its fifth annual holiday food drive to benefit the St. Vincent de Paul Society. That's uh, Derby Roosevelt Avenue from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at BJ's Wholesale Club. That's 20 Division Street. So they're asking, uh, come by to stuff a cruiser event. They'll accept non-perishable food donations to feed Valley area families in need. And again, it's Sunday, November 21st at BJ's on Division Street, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., in the great city of Derby, happening Saturday, November 20th, Sci-Fi at the Strand returns. That was our last podcast. There's going to be a double feature of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1990, then some raffles and good stuff like that, and then Masters of the Universe, starring Dolph Lundgren. So just two things happening this weekend. For more information on that, go ahead and search Sci-Fi at the Strand, on Facebook, or just go to the Strand Theater, see more Connecticut on Facebook. Okay, so now back to this grant. The first thing I'll play here is an interview with Rick Dunn. He is the executive director of the Naugatuck Valley Council of Governments, NVCOG. And, I mean, the first question I ask is dumb. You should probably fast forward it. They, they refer to one of the things that this is going to do uh, this 13 or $12.6 million grant, it's going to, they, they refer to it as high level platforms. And I'm just, I didn't know what that was. So he just tells me it's just a new platform. So I probably should have edited it out, but it's Friday night and I want to eventually see my, uh, 
daughter and son in the next couple of minutes. So, uh, but then I ask him about uh, the building there. It doesn't seem this money actually goes toward the renovation of the actual structure that's at the Derby train station. Uh, that's owned by the state. I wanted to ask him about that. He goes into that a little bit. But uh, in general, this money is going to be used for a new 200-foot ADA-compliant platform with built-in heaters. That's to prevent icing. The, the current... Look, the train station's a dump. I, there's no, I didn't put this in print because it comes across as like snotty, but come on. I live in Derby. We all, it, it, a lot of people don't even know there's a train station there. I just was, I was at Derby Discount Liquors. And yeah, people don't know there's a train station uh, in Derby because it's not all that. Uh, the grants application says that people don't feel safe there. The people who do use it, it's, it's kind of sketchy. It's not exactly uh, inviting. So anyway, one of the problems is the concrete there is so busted up they have trouble clearing it in, in the winter. So that's why they're going to have the built-in heaters. It's not really, you know, we're not talking about uh, hot tubs. We're talking about stuff that's going to melt ice. Uh, also, they didn't have commuter canopies, parking and landscaping improvements to make it look less dumpy, real-time information systems, ticketing kiosks, pedestrian bicycle uh, systems, like pathways that are going to better connect to the train station or to downtown from the train station. There's a um, bus service is going to be involved in this because if you don't know that the Valley transit, beautiful recently renovated for $8.3 million uh, building is right next to it. So we're talking about Derby Shelton multimodal transportation center. That's what they called it. That's the exact word. The other thing I asked done and then mayor Loretti is going to appear later in the broadcast. And then the commissioner of the DOT I grabbed him to ask him about the Route 34 widening. So it's from his his ears to God, or his mouth to God's ears. I don't know what that phrase is. Uh, but anyway, the other thing I asked Dunn about in this first clip is uh, sort of the BS factor here. You know, I know if you read Valley Indie Facebook, whenever there's something published by me, or, and, you know, Valley Indie, not me personally, about a development in Derby, especially if it's on Main Street in the redevelopment zone, there's always that comment saying, believe it when I see it, or it's never going to happen. And so, I mean, that's ingrained, and, and rightfully so, because, I mean, I sat through a good many years when the Valley Indy first land, launched of these Derby Redevelopment Authority meetings, and none of the plans discussed ever went anywhere. So I talked to Dunn and asked him to address that sort of cynicism. And then I ask Shelton Mayor Loretti later on, you know, he's over there. Things seem to be going well. And Shelton, last I checked, is any, what, what does he think the problem is in Derby? And is this investment of uh, federal dollars actually going to do something? You know, and he pretty much uh, always speaks his mind. Uh, so anyway, uh, I've been talking for seven minutes. Damn, probably lost all of you. But uh, here is Mr. Rick Dunn of Valley, Naugatuck Valley Council of Governments. So like what I saw, like one of the first things they mentioned is high-level ramp. Right, high-level platforms. Mean? Yeah, what is that? So, Sorry, when platform. The, so when the train goes by at a station like this or in Sonia, you're standing, their platform is on the ground, and you have to step up to get into the train. Whereas if you're at a subway platform or, or any other rail platform on the main line, that's level with where you're standing. So you walk in. So in terms of ADA accessibility, in terms of the, the ease of use, the amount of time that a train has to spend in the station, having a platform where the, the commuters are at the same level entering the train car as the floor of the train car is, okay. is important and, and then speeds it up. Just skipping around, the building that's there, mm -hmm. 
beautiful old building. It's been vacant for, I don't know how long at this point. It's five years. Since Only five years? I was okay. in there. Right. It was my right. office. <laughs> VCOG, the DMV. Right. Um, we, we moved out in 2015. Okay. Does this include, like, what, what are the future plans for that? Who owns it? What has to happen with that building? Are they going to open up a Starbucks? So, so the building is owned by the DOT. It's leased to the city of Derby and in turn to the NVCOG. Okay. Uh, Sublet to the NVCOG. So we're responsible for, for the building. Oh, it's uh, still yours. Right okay, now. I didn't yep. know that. Um, We have uh, an additional activity that we're undertaking with the Federal Transit Administration to rehabilitate that facility. Um, so that'll it'll be on a different track from from this project uh, in terms Are the of long-term time. plans to turn it over to the private sector and get some kind of businesses in there? For- well, we have to discuss that with, with Department of Transportation because okay. it's a state property. Um, so the, lo- the long-term disposition of the property is going to be up to them. But okay. w- w- there, are, there are improvements that need to be made uh, in the building itself uh, in order for it to be occupied for any purpose, whether okay. it's government, commuter. You know, it's a multimodal center. We, we really would like to have businesses that support the okay. multimodal operation at the, at the uh, transit point. And then, you know, you're a lifelong Derby resident. Uh, you know, I've read the press release on this and some of the documentation, but it's hard to convey to people, especially in Derby. You know, Senator Blumenthal mentioned, yeah, there's a lot of grit and there's a lot of heart, but there's a, there's a feeling of neglect that's tangible a lot when you, you write about a project like this. Mm-hmm. So as like a Derby guy, how important is this $12.6 million grant for our community? It's it's as important as any of the other activities that are going on in, in the downtown of Derby and the connection between downtown Shelton, downtown Derby, and downtown Ansonia. Um, this will create I – mean, you have to understand that the, the multimodal nature of this station as opposed to the other stations on the line mean that more people are interchanging here from Connecticut CT Transit bus, from Greater Bridgeport Transit bus, and the Metro North Rail Line, the, the Waterbury branch of the rail line. So – there are many more commuters who pass through this station every day, even if they don't originate here or, or, or terminate here. So, uh, but when you, when you look at what it means to Derby, you know, I'm a Derby guy, as you said, so I, I, I've seen this uh, forever. I understand the people who will never believe that anything positive will ever happen until they see vertical construction taking yes. place. I, I get that, you know, I have family who are like that. <laughs> um, but, but, one of the things that this particular project will do is create that connection, that visual connection between the downtown. You know, you have $26 million of Route 34 getting rebuilt as Main Street. You have these developments with large residential components on the south side of Main Street. We need to better connect the rail station, the multimodal station, with those living and working spaces. And I think this project will go a long way to making that connection, both visually and functionally. Okay, thank you, sir. All right, so yeah, like I said, that was Rick Dunn, Nakaduck Valley Council of Governments, and a lifelong Derby resident. So uh, I should mention that this podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. And before we get to Mayor Loretti of Shelton, I would like to play a message from the aforementioned sponsor. Thank you so much. This podcast is sponsored by Valley Gives Back. It shouldn't be a surprise that when you pass away, none of your assets go with you. Whether you have a will or not, your assets will be distributed, sometimes not how you would like. Why not make a plan? Your plan can include your favorite relatives, friends, and maybe a nonprofit or two supporting causes that you care about. 
ask a trusted advisor about plan giving options. Plan for a gift that keeps on giving. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. Okay, so now it's going to be Mayor Mark Loretti, the mayor of Shelton, and I caught him as he was on his way out after Friday's press conference at the Valley Transit Center, which is next to the Derby train station, which is next to the entrance to Home Depot, which is off Main Street in Derby, which is off route. I'm sorry. Uh, But I thought it would be interesting to ask Mayor Loretti because obviously, you know, we all look, or by we meaning if you live in Derby, you look over the river when you're driving through our downtown. I live in Derby. And you look across the river and you see new construction all the time, even a redevelopment of stuff that didn't seem like it need to be needed to be redeveloped. You know, Dunkin Donuts on Howe street is now, or Howe Avenue is now, uh, you know, residence. So obviously I wanted to ask Mayor Loretti his take on whether that will now carry over across the river. Cause that's the thing. It's, it's why can't it make that journey over the Derby Shelton bridge and into the redevelopment zone and then spread to the North side of main street. That being said, if you go to valleyindy.org, there are a number of projects that have been approved by the Derby planning and zoning commission since February, 2020, including just, well, this wasn't approved, but they're currently entertaining a application at 90 Main Street, former Life Touch for 105 apartments. It had been already approved for 70. The developer just came back and asked for 105 about. So there are things going on. All right, so here is Mayor Loretti. You want to go out here? Yeah, 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 real quick. <laughs> like 30 seconds. So Shelton, obviously, you know, and everyone, I, I live in Derby. I report on Derby now for 11 years. Everyone points over the river. And is uh, saying, you know, look what they got, look what they got, look what they got, and doesn't seem to happen here. Do you think legitimately something like this, an investment like this, is going to help what's happening in Shelton downtown come over here? Yeah, I do. I think uh, I think there are many things that have to happen. The reconstruction of the Derby Shelton Bridge, which is going to create a gateway between the two cities and a uh, pedestrian link to both cities, to both sides of the river is going to be important. Um, some of the investment opportunities will spill over into Derby very shortly, particularly with the construction of, uh, reconstruction, I should say, of 34, which has been far too long. And in many respects, been an impediment to the rehab of downtown Derby. And is that what you hear? Because obviously Shelton developers, I mean, every, things are being redeveloped that you wouldn't even think the Dunkin' Donuts down there on Howe Avenue is now housing. Were you hearing from developers like that's a major thing in Derby? The major impediment was the road and things like that? Well, they just, sometimes they don't say anything, but, you know, through my experience, I just know that that's what causes some of it. You know, Connecticut's a very expensive place to to do business in, and when you make it tougher, they go to the path of least resistance. And that's one of the philosophies that I've always had in Shelton is to be most affordable than everybody else and, and... create a, a quicker opportunity for people to invest you, you know you can't um, you can't have the great debate over certain things and everybody can't have what they want everybody has a vision in their mind of what they think should go somewhere but what drives what goes somewhere is the investment and the return on, on that investment and do you think there is a demand 
uh, like this will help downtown Shelton even more by having, I mean, supposedly the bridge and then the walkway, it's all going to connect, I guess, somehow. Will that help you as well? And your well, I think it does. I think people like to to be to be mobile. They like to go to different places and 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 experience different venues. And when Derby gets a little bit further down the road, you'll see people cross that bridge from Shelton. Okay, thanks for taking a second. Yep. I appreciate it. You're quite welcome. So there you go, Mayor Mark already taking a couple of minutes to share his thoughts on this twelve point six million dollar federal investment to the CTDOT for the Derby Shelton train station. And of course, this is the just the second story the Valini's published in two weeks on millions upon millions of dollars coming down to benefit the Waterbury branch. You know, that train line that, I know I moved up here from uh, the Metro North Harlem line, right? I was in Mount Kisco, New York, where I worked at a newspaper, and the train came like every five seconds. And then moving up here, I was so excited to move to Derby. I was like, oh, look, there's a train station. Oh, okay, I can get a train. It would only take me about three and a half months to get to Grand Central on it, which was shocking to me. But now, you know, slowly but surely, the goal here is to spur economic development. And Senator Chris Murphy said that in no uncertain terms. You know, uh, the, the reason I read the application for this grant, this raise grant from the federal DOT, Derby's got 27% poverty rate. You know, that, that many people are, are, are classified as, as low income. You know, you can't, uh, if you commute to Stanford for, for a decent job you're, or, or a living wage, you're spending half your money on gas and sitting there in traffic on that bridge uh, into Shelton on Route 8. So the, that, that's why this money is being spent. You know, it's to spur development. Seymour downtown, Ansonia downtown, where we see things happening, and, and now hopefully Derby. So the last speaker here, not a speaker, last interview I did after this press conference, I apologize, it's uh, 9.30 at night, and, and as I said, I did visit uh, Derby Discount Luckers, but it's Joseph Giletti. He is the commissioner of the Connecticut DOT. I like this guy's story, because at one point, he just kind of slips out there, he lets it slip out there, not, well, he just says that I guess he was a train conductor or a train engineer for Metro North at one point. And, and I've heard this before from other Metro North people. Nobody wants the Waterbury line because, <laughs> like, once you get – it's the slow line. You know, it's, like, basically you're better off riding a horse and buggy at one point. And so he made reference of that uh, during the press conference. But I ask him, basically – first, I start off with a dumb question, asking if this is the, the biggest – uh, raise grant that's come out in Connecticut so far. And uh, instead of calling me an idiot, he politely answers and says, well, it's the first and it doesn't really, you know. But then I get to ask him about Route 34. I do ask him about the uh, Route 34 widening project that has seemed to drag on forever. But it, it progress, I mean, progress has been made. We're closer now than ever before in the history of mankind to seeing that project great break ground and that's going to widen the road and add turning lanes supposedly to stop the bottlenecks and nightmare that we all deal with if like more than five cars drive on that road uh and it's, we're talking about between the derby shelton bridge which is also undergoing a million dollar several million dollar renovation all the way down to the home depot entrance there that's going to be a widened and different and hopefully improved so they accepted the bids they they're they're reviewing all the bids they received for this project. 
And he said within the next couple of months, he didn't want to promise me a date, which I'm kind of appreciative of because I've lost track of all the dates with this project, but they should award, announce a, uh, a bid winner. They're going to choose a contractor. And I know it's very confusing because it's always referred to like as a derby project, but it's, it's a state road, Route 34. It's really their, their baby. So they put out the bid and they award the bid and all that good stuff. So here's the commissioner. So in terms of uh, the raise grants that are yep. coming to Connecticut, yep. does this rank as one of the larger grants that's coming in? I would turn around and say to you, from the standpoint that it's one of the first ones to come in, that we turned around, it was very competitive, uh, we got right on it right away, and it's going to be a game changer here, that, that being totally candid, I did not expect it to come in as fast as it did, okay? But it now it incentivizes us to be able to go and do that much more. So we're already sitting down looking at the ancillary things that have to be done along with this grant. What do we have to do? What's going to tie in with the buses? What can we get in terms of electric buses coming in? The other end of it is how do we make this whole transit system, you know, reform to be able to, to adapt to this? But it's a fantastic story. But to say whether or not it's one of the larger, we haven't seen all the grants come in. In other words, that's Washington makes those decisions. We just know we're one of the first ones to get it. And I'm really, really impressed at that and we really owe our delegation for that and then in terms of being a transformative grant yep. for derby i mean like there, there, there is cynicism in this community when it comes to projects like this because you'll see plans and you'll see this is going to happen and then it always you know you look at the downtown and it's, it's a little hollow shell of what it was say 30 yeah. years ago yeah so i remember there, I, there, I lived here i was in new haven i grew up in. oh new okay haven. so uh do you have any examples where an investment like this sort of was the was the catalyst to turn a depressed community around? Yeah, that, uh, the, the first one I would use, okay, is when you took a look at the fact that the state invested in a rapid transit bus system between, um, you know, basically Bristol and Hartford. Talk to that mayor in New Britain, because as soon as they put in a station there and it had the appearance of a train station, she has already kicked off over three transit-oriented developments just because of that, okay? She's been able to bring business back in. You know, the same thing is going on as we're looking at what's going to happen in New Haven, okay? As we go to work out a partnership with the city of New Haven, that's exactly what you're going to see going on here. And the other end that I would say to people is, if you are thinking that in the past there was a lot of discussion and never reached fruition, these are grants that we have to turn and deliver on. There's state money in it and there's federal money in it. And I have to, uh, we've always been very, very judicious with public money, but that's where, where I have to turn around and say, there's gonna be schedules, there's gonna be timetables, and we're gonna be measured against them. And we wanna be doing a good job here so that way they were eligible for more grants. So I would say to the naysayers, yeah, I know that there's been times in the past but that's not, the, not where we are today. We've got a lot of very positive things going on. This is going to be a, a tremendous success story. And then just my last question. Sure. The Route 34 Main Street project is, has been talked about for a long time. I know uh, They're bids, still working it. bids came in. Do you have any idea when the state will award bids for that job? We are in active discussion on it right now as we're going through those bids. So I can tell you, yes, I am aware of it. Yes, we are going to be moving forward. Okay. Uh, can't give you a timetable yet because there's still some negotiations going on. Okay. All is right. It a year, or does it like I don't oh, know how yeah. long these things normally take. Uh, well, when you say a year, you know, 
first off, there, the there's an award, okay, and then you turn around, okay, and you have to go through your environmental and then and put it out there. So you'll see the timetable on it. I don't want to, you know, go and give you a timetable right now, but from the standpoint that I say that within the next few months, you'll see what is going to be the timetable and that going forward. So it is a project that we're looking to advance and looking to move forward on. Great. Thank you for taking a second. Sure.